This is the public speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Mahatma Gandhi said, "A no uttered from deepest conviction is better and greater than a yes merely uttered to please, or what is worse, to avoid trouble." Today, we'll continue with part two of our three-part article on how to say no. If you haven't already listened to part one, you might want to do that first. I really believe that the ability to say no effectively—it's a skill that's critical to your personal and your professional success. It's essential for focus and for discipline. Every day, and sometimes several times a day, we need to say no so that we can say yes to the things that are important to us. In the last installment, I was talking about how to decide when to say no, and so I suggested a three-question "Should you say no?" quiz. We covered the first two questions in the last installment. The last question is, "Am I capable of successfully performing this particular task?" To be able to answer this question, first you have to evaluate how much time is involved, and try to be as realistic as possible. You need to take into consideration invisible tasks. Then consider everything, and I mean everything that you're currently doing, and how much time you have to dedicate to the new task. Notice it's different from asking, "Can I add this to my schedule?" If the available time doesn't fit the size of the task, then say no. If this task is really important to you, then consider alternatives that would still allow you to participate or contribute to the task, but on a smaller scale, so that you can fit it into your schedule. For example, instead of being the PTA vice president or a room parent, just commit to one activity. You could volunteer to set up the chairs in the gym on the back-to-school night. The objective is is to properly size. Again, if it's something that's consistent with your values and goals, and then say yes only to what you're capable of effectively completing. Before answering the question, you should also think about your skill sets. Is what you're being asked something that you're good at? If not, perhaps a more effective use of your time would be to do something else, and then politely ask that they pass along the task to someone else. Keep in mind that the main goal of going through this self quiz is to help you to say no. When you know exactly when and why you want to say yes, it makes it much easier, far easier, to say no, and easier to sustain a no in the face of resistance. You might be saying, "Well, yes, Lisa, I know I should say no, but I don't want to damage my relationship, whether it's with your boss, a prospect, your father, your grandmother, significant other, anyone." So the key is is to learn how to say no without damaging important relationships. So let me share with you a few models that you can use to help you say no. I think the most popular model is from William Urey. He's the author of *The Power of a Positive No*. He also wrote *Getting to Yes* and *Getting Past No*. He's an expert on negotiation, and he suggests following a yes/no/yes model. He suggests that the first yes is for you to state what you've already said yes to. So, for example, I've already recently made a commitment to supervise the new team. Or I really love the new photographs we got at the portrait studio last week. Then a no follows. Unfortunately, my new team responsibilities have significantly filled my schedule. Or so I don't think we need to buy your school pictures this year. The last yes is meant to soften the tension and to show your concern for the person, even though you're saying no. But I'd love to help you find somebody who can fill in. Or 
But if you want, you can still get dressed up on school picture day and we can take photos with the camera Maya gave you. It'll be fun. Notice with his approach, the idea is to offer an attractive alternative that still somehow helps the other person. Yuri refers to this as building a golden bridge. However, there's also times when you'll not only want to say no, but you'll also want to completely detach from the request and not offer any sort of compromise. And in those cases, I suggest trying this model. Brief apology plus no plus thank you. Keep it simple and direct. I'm sorry I have a previous commitment, but thanks for asking me and trusting me to take on that responsibility. Keep in mind that you don't need to provide a detailed reason, especially if the reason for declining is personal. A simple, I'm sorry I can't, thanks for asking. I think it's sufficient and it's better. Just always remember to be polite, not just because it's mannerly, but because you don't want to damage the relationship by being impolite. In the next installment, we'll pick up from here with many more practical ways that you can say no. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Today, with Anna G. Gonzalez. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. Thanks, Anna Gabby. I really appreciate you co-writing this episode. It was fun. Hey, did you know there's a new Quick and Dirty Tips podcast? It's debuting this week. It's called Girlfriend MDs. It's Quick and Dirty Tips to Understand Your Body, and it's hosted by two women doctors. Join them each week as they address health topics that concern women the most. They demystify the medical jargon and tell women what they really want to know to stay healthy and strong. I can't wait to listen. Okay, so this week at the end, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to plug anybody. I'm not going to plug any book. I'm not going to do anything. And what I'm asking is, tell me what it is that you like to hear at the end. Do you like to hear the new listeners? Do you like to hear the people who are on Twitter? What, what is it that you want to hear me say at the end? I'd love to hear from you. Go to the Facebook fan page and let me know. Or you can shoot me an email. Thanks. Okay, so I guess technically that does count as a request. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.